Thanks for listening to the Wayback Chronicles podcast. My name is Noel Kirst, and I'm joined by my lifelong friends, Keith Abbott and Steve McKelkey. On this podcast, we look at the greatest events that have happened since 1970 to the present. We're continuing what's now our, our third uh, uh, edition of getting to know our show host, and today we're going to interview Keith Abbott. And uh, before we jump into questions, I got to tell you, Keith Abbott is really the heavy lifter on, on this podcast. He, he's mm-hmm. the pr- producer, the editor. Uh, we all share equal responsibilities when it comes to researching the years and the and the topics that that uh, we draw out of the hat. But then Keith's the one that does all the magic after this. So you know, thanks to Keith, and you know, he's the big reason why uh, why this this show exists. Because Nolan, I have no idea how to do the rest of that stuff. <laughs> no, so, I know. So uh, all, all I know is how to. I barely know how to like speak into this microphone, and that's oh, about it. <laughs> Keith Keith does all the uh, Keith does all the editing. Steve and I may or may not make intentional mistakes and make him have to do more editing. <laughs> <laughs> I so, may or may not play like fidget with stuff so that it causes Keith to have to like mute me and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah every yeah. every edit puts a smile on my face, bros. So <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's something that I've, I've always you know I've never I really never had a hobby. You know what I mean? And like like something I can just say this is something I so I love this is I consider this my hobby and I love every second of it with you guys. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's fun stuff. So Good stuff. So uh, we're gonna run through uh, just some random questions with Keith so y'all get to know him a little bit better and see see how he's wired. Uh, Noel, I'll let you kick it off with the first question. All right. Keith, go easy on what, me. <laughs> what is the most memorable movie that you saw in the 1980s or 1990s? Absolutely, without a doubt. And you you mentioned it kind of partially. It was Return of the Jedi. I mean, there's there's oh, yeah. no other way. I was I've been a Star Wars geek from the day my cousin built a Millennium Falcon out of model clay in the 70s, right? Before I even knew what a movie really was. And uh, so just watching that culmination of the first three um, episodes of that, of that series, just, I mean, I was blown away and like the end where you saw, you know, like Luke and Vader fighting and then indoor had a fight and then there was a space fight and it was going between all three. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Like emotionally (laughs) amazing. So yes, uh, other movies were up there, but if you had, if I had to pick one and, and it's, you know, there's a lot of star Wars movies, but Jedi is my all time favorite. So absolutely. Not surprised by that at in the least, (laughs) but I, I, uh, yeah, I'm not, not surprised by that. That was a great show. Great show. This next question, uh, uh, for Keith is something I'm glad y'all didn't ask me because I have never been the least bit interested in fashion or being cool. (laughs) I just do what I do. Uh, anyway, so Keith, if you were going to look the coolest in your school, what item of clothes are you putting on first? So the first disclaimer I'm going to tell you is I was never the coolest looking person in school, right? So I'm pretty sure I wore fastbacks through high school. Okay, so let's just throw it out there. But um, I would think the the article of clothing I thought was the coolest when I bought it was I bought some checkered black and white van shoes. Oh, yeah. and, oh man. Um, so I, it was probably about a year late, <laughs> but yeah. I still bought them and still thought they were so cool. So mm-hmm. I would have to say my Vans shoes were the ones that I thought were really neat. But yeah, mm-hmm. for anybody that knew me at that time, they're like, oh, this is going to go poorly. So yeah, but that, those were cool when I got them. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Good stuff. All right, Keith. So I'm going to ask the same question to ask Steve. So it's, right. you know, like, what's your favorite, like, restaurant, like, uh, fast food or otherwise that, like, is no longer around today that you could, if you could bring back one of those today, what, like, what would it be? Oh my gosh. 
That's a really good question. Um, when I when I was growing up, there was a place. So the Chuck E. Cheese was a big deal, right? But I grew up in El Paso, and there was a there was a pizza restaurant called Castle Park, and it was um, it was like a Chuck E. Cheese on steroids. So like inside, it was a literally a castle, Ooh, and nice. in, inside the castle was where the pizza and everything was. But I remember like, you know how Chuck E. Cheese had the live band that was the puppets. This thing had a live show, but it was like a dragon and its minions. It was so amazing. And then every single corner of that place had video games in it. And on the outside surrounding a moat was a miniature golf course surrounding the entire area. And I think there was like, maybe batting cages or something else. I'm, I'm getting kind of confused, but, but I remember the, the golf course on the outside and the, and the food and it was just like awesome. Nice, and dude. Um, yeah. And several years later after that closed down, they tried to build an amusement park in El Paso and um, it, was, it was bigger than Disneyland. The, the square footage of this place, it was called magic landing. Oh yeah. It was called wow. magic landing. And um, I remember that they, they actually brought the dragons band to that amusement park when that closed down. So it was like really cool, vivid memory of that. So that, that was probably the one restaurant wasn't a chain or anything big, but it was one that always stuck out in my memory is so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, you think about the significant events over your lifetime. Uh, what's the first event you think of? So you all have, have already talked about a couple of them, but I would probably say, um, you know, the, the the Reagan assassination attempt yeah. stuck out to my memory yeah. as something that was a pretty big deal because you know that was the first big negative event from a, a world leader that I remember experiencing through my lifetime, and so you know it's uh, it was just it was just really crazy to see that something like that could happen, you know, and so yeah that would probably be the big world mm-hmm. event that stuck out to my mind other than the you know, Challenger and some of those that you mentioned those that's the other one that sticks out to me, yeah yeah. Yeah, that was how you survive that. No kidding. All right, Keith, what is your favorite um, childhood family vacation memory? Easy, easy, easy. We had the same vacation every year, so this (laughs) one's easy for me, right? No. So they were they were randomly different, but my favorite childhood vacation was always so. My dad worked for Southern Pacific Railroad, and we would take the Amtrak train um, to Los Angeles from El Paso. And we, we'd always get a sleeper car where we had the bedroom and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, we would go from El Paso to Los Angeles with that. And I mean, you never knew that sucker sometimes would be delayed by 12 hours. It wasn't like flying in a plane, but it was awesome. And then when we get there, um, kind of like you were talking about Steve, we would, we would always go to Huntington beach and we've talked about this in a previous episode, but we talked, we'd go to Huntington beach and I'd spend some time at the beach there, learn to surf there. Uh, very vivid memories of, of, you know, collecting all of the little sand crabs. I just, just had a blast there. And then we would go spend a day or two at the Disneyland parks. And this is before, before uh, they had California adventure, it was just the park, right? That was all that was there, but it was just, you know, I know Disney world is the bigger, better one, but I have a nostalgic love for Disneyland and Anaheim just because that's where I remember. So love them both, but um, that's the one that sticks out to me. And then uh, there would be some times where we would stay there and just be in LA and other times where we would go down to um, uh, to San Diego and we'd stay at this place at the time it was called Vacation Village. And it was on this little peninsula down in Mission Bay. And it was just like you, you went into this island looking thing and it was like you, you lost reality. It was these little cabanas, little I mean, they had like I, I think there were. Um, I can't remember what animals there were, but you could feed them eucalyptus. They had this massive video game. It's where I learned some of the best video games I ever played in my life. And uh, 
And it was great because a couple of years ago, I got to take my kids on that same trip. And we did that. We did the train. We did it at Disneyland, Anaheim, Huntington Beach, and went down and stayed. And now it's called Paradise Point, this this vacation village place. But it was still there. They had just had new people buy it, revamped it completely. And it was like, you know how sometimes you go to a place and you're disappointed? And yeah, it was like, it was yeah. everything I remembered and more. So it was so cool to do that with my family. So that that was definitely it. So cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Keith, if you could go back and have one toy from your past, well, what would it be? My Millennium Falcon, man. My yeah. big sucker, oh, my big yeah. Millennium Falcon that I got on Christmas morning that oh. you could pop open the shell and they had the little mm-hmm. engine room and then you could pop open the cockpit and it made the sounds. You could fly that sucker around. I mean, I had some... I'm, I, my my parents did awesome Christmas morning, but that one I remember that had the Santa the, Santa yeah, oh, Santa did. That was, yeah Santa. well th- that one was my parents, but Santa oh yeah my parents brought the Millennium Falcon, but Santa brought the Death Star. So we had some oh, massive fights between man. yeah between the two, and so I remember that Christmas morning waking up and and we, what we did was we would do our family like our immediate family stuff Christmas Eve, but my parents and Santa was Christmas morning. And so, yeah, the Millennium Falcon was my parents and Santa was uh, the Death Star. And so that was a battle that went on in my my house that week. That's for sure. (laughs) It was great. That was totally it, though. The Millennium Falcon. In fact, I had it up until about um, half a year ago and I finally got rid of it. And I'm still mad about that. But yeah, I had that all that all those years. I still had it. So now I wish I had it back. That's why I said that. So anyway. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Good question, Ben. Yeah. When we were when we were raised, you know, we didn't get toys for the purpose of saving them for no, uh, for value later on. No, they were battles. Toys. There were yeah. battles. We used those suckers. I remember your thing and I'm talking about like the Bigfoot with Noel, right? I mean, all of these, it's like there, it was on, there was, there was yeah. no saving these in a box for mint condition. Yeah. So yeah, totally. So Keith, when you were a little kid and you were thinking about what you wanted to be when you grew up, what was that? Wow. So really we, we kind of mentioned this in another episode in the 84, I think, but I wanted to be an astronaut for a long time. And oh, uh, really up until it was, honestly, up until the challenger um, situation happened, that was when I was in, I was in seventh grade and uh, still kind of wanted to be after that. But when it, it kind of like shut down the space program for a little while, and it wasn't necessarily yeah. the event that caused me to lose interest. Um, but it was just kind of like you lost kind of the excitement because it didn't, things didn't happen for a while, obviously, because they were trying to make sure it was safe, but, but, you know, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up, let's be honest with it. But, uh, but that was the first (laughs) and foremost, you know, that was the one that stuck out to me is that was what I wanted to do. Good question. That's awesome. Very very good. I don't know the answer to that one. You don't? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's just, let's, let's put this question on you, Steve. What do you want to be when you grow up, man? Like, like, like when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? I can tell you. What were you know? I'll answer it. I wanted to be an air. I, I, I remember this like it was yesterday. I want to be an aerospace engineer. Nice. Um, I was standing in the, we were in the customer service line in Target in Waco, Texas. And my brother asked me what I wanted to, what I wanted to study when I went to, like when I went to college, I'm like seven. I'm like, I want to be an aerospace engineer. And he was like, why? And I'm like, because I want to work on a space shuttle. Like, that's awesome. That's what I want to do is I want, I want to put people in space. I don't necessarily want to be in space, but I want to put people in space. That's awesome. Of course, I was, I was too stupid to be able to do that, but. <laughs> I, I don't think stupid is a word I would use for you, Noel. 
Well, I mean, but, but I, I, I de- definitely didn't know math enough to be able to do that crap. So, that's but fun. that was, I remember that that's what I wanted to, that's what I wanted to do. That's awesome. Yeah. Steve, yeah. anything come to mind? Any kind of like yeah. back when you were a kid? Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, gosh, when I was a kid, um, I mean, if I knew then what I knew now, my buddy Tracy and I, he and I, we, mow, we mowed every single yard in Portland, Texas, it seemed like. And, uh, <laughs> and if we had any idea that could be a career and have your own landscaping company, maybe I should have done that. But, uh, oh, man. Uh, guys, we, you know, we had a, a deal with all the real estate agents in town. And, and oh, nice. And so we were constantly busy. Um, man, yeah, you could have made an empire out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, I, you know, my grandmother sold shoes for like, I think it was 46 years. And, wow. uh, and so I always enjoyed going to the shoe store to go see her and I'd always you know, mm. help her, help her out a little bit, you know, help organize the, the warehouse or the stock room and then carry out for the old ladies buying shoes and stuff. And so I sort of knew that, that early on that, that I wanted to have a job where I could help people or, or provide a service to people. And so I guess I'm essentially doing that. Yeah. Uh, you you know, at one point I wanted to work for Ford Motor Company. I have no idea what I wanted to do, but I just thought it'd be cool to, to, yeah to be, you know, be part of the auto business, but that's uh, cool. Yeah. No, I don't think I ever quite knew exactly what I wanted to do. And much like Keith, I still don't know what I want to do. Right. But, uh, <laughs> paying the bills for now. Yeah, exactly. That's good. <laughs> good one. So, so uh, two more questions before we wrap up uh, and, you know, Keith, I'll steal your question that, that you asked me. So close your eyes for okay. a second and think about what's that first childhood memory that pops into your head. So that's, that's an easy one. So I I was fortunate. I had several really good friends on my street and, um, we lived in El Paso, Texas growing up. I think I mentioned that before, but it was a very much a desert, um, landscape and a lot. I mean, outdoors was where you were. I mean, you know, there, there are places where you played outdoors, but El Paso was a landscape of exploration where I lived. And so I just remember vividly, we would go and we would just get completely freaking lost. I mean, and this was before parents panicked and all this kind of stuff. As long as the, you were home before the streetlights went on, you know, you didn't get grounded kind of thing. And, yep. and so universal rule, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, and that's basically what it was. I mean, we would go off and we would explore and we built like forts out of a big old cactus where nobody could see us when they were coming by. I mean, it just, there was so much to explore out there and, and we were always out there trying to get into something or figure out how we could ride our dirt bikes down the hill without dying. You know, I mean, it was just everything about the desert landscape. You know, I, I always made fun of living in El Paso. Like I always want to live in a cool, glamorous place, but looking back on it, man, I don't know if I could have picked a cooler childhood home. So, and yeah, that was for that cool. reason. I had some great friends on my block and, uh, and just being able to, that, that we're still friends and, uh, just talked to one this week actually. And, uh, and just being able to explore like that was fantastic. So I, I yeah. love that. I love that yeah, memory. That's cool. Right, no, one more. You got the last one. You're looking at me. All right. Yeah. We're looking at you kid. <laughs> Excuse me. We're going to keep that. Nice. That's not going to stand. That absolutely <laughs> is. And make a little green pearl there. Get a little bit of that. <laughs> He's just trying to make his, his, his uh, editing job easier. Yeah, I am. I'm like, know, it's, right? it's staying. We're fine. Yeah, Cue the music. <laughs> All right, Keith, uh, what was your what was your first car? We talk about cars with me and Steve. So what was your first car? So my first car is a funny story. It was a Mercury Topaz. Let's talk about sexy, right? So it was Whoa. a Mercury Topaz. <laughs> but I remember when I got it. So the the I had it for... Um, about half a year. And then we were going, it was on my birthday on my, let's see, we were able to get, so it was my 17th birthday because we got licensed at 16, right? In Texas. So my 17th birthday, I took it to go see Ghostbusters 2. 
I remember this, went to the movie theater, went to see the movie, came out of the movie theater, completely stolen. It was oh, gone. Really? It was oh, gone. My never, never recovered. It was in Mexico probably before the credits. I mean, before the previews ended, you know what I mean? So uh, that's the other negative effect of living in a border town is a lot of things went over the border really easily. So, but yeah, that was my first car that vanished. So <laughs> mm. ironically, uh, you know, we went to see Ghostbusters and my car ghosted me, but that's okay. So, but that was it. That was it. Mercury Topaz. Good question. I only could imagine the emotional high that Keith went from in that moment of watching the Statue of Liberty um, kill the ghost <laughs> and kill the, the giant stay puffed marshmallow man. Oh, man, out and yeah. The, the pass is, is nowhere to be found. Yeah. I mean, it's a weird. Have y'all ever had a car stolen? Have you ever had that happen? No. It is uh, the weirdest no. feeling because you walk out to the parking lot and you're like, I swear I parked right here. What, yeah. what is the deal? And I mean, like, I'm like, I've, I. I swear I've I had, I've had I have friends that have had the car stolen, but I've never, thankfully, knock on wood, never had my car stolen. Yeah, so yeah. it was, it's a surreal, weird feeling really is. Mm. So good question. Yeah, so well, thanks dudes. Yeah, well, you bet. Keith, uh, what, hey, what well, color, what color green is your room? Is it blue? Is it it's green? like a turquoise thing. It's not my it's, room. Uh, it's my wife's. It's the, I'm, I'm recording out of my wife's sewing room. Okay. Is so a, is the ceiling painted blue? Too? It is. Oh, yeah. Freaking God. Oh, we dude, we had geez. talked about repainting the house until we got to the ceiling part. And then we're like, we're good. I think we're fine with oh. this right now. It's this, the, but every other room in our house, except for this one, I think is, is like a, a Mexican restaurant yellow. Right. Yeah. And I feel like I'm in the Caribbean right now. I know. I like everyone's <laughs> like, all I need is an umbrella drink and some, some coconuts. Under you know? the sea. <laughs> Under the sea. Under the sea. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it is, but I just want like salsa and chips, like really bad right now. I know, so, I know. I, I hear you. Maybe a little That's lime in it, margarita. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, hey, uh, to our listeners, you know, thanks for uh, uh, sticking with us here and getting to know Keith a little uh, a little bit better. And and you know, thanks again to Keith for all the hard work he puts into making this show possible. And uh, he's also the person. Hey, it's a team effort. Thank you. He's also the person responsible for uh, maintaining and keeping the uh, way back time machine uh from misbehaving so and tell you what we've made some smashing improvements so the next time we break her out because we're we're slowly changing her to her from a him at the beginning right yeah, so yeah, yeah i yeah. think you're gonna be impressed so we've we've worked some things out on this thing and thanks for all the springs and and uh and screws that y'all have sent our way because we, we've got a good humming one coming along i think yeah. you're gonna be really impressed with yeah. her good hummer so that was a really bad way to say that wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so on behalf of uh, uh, Nolan Keith, uh, this is uh, getting to know Keith Abbott. So, uh, take care, everybody. Get the hammer on the way. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>